Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi guys, my name is Kat. And my name's Letitia and you guys are listening to Basically Besties. You know we kick off every single week with our side eye of the week. So do you want to go first? I would love to go first because... Mine is, it's making me, you know, when you have bad moments and you just keep reliving the moment in your mind? Um, yes. Do you know I have nightmares like every single night? That's not normal. Like the past three months, <laughs> like last night, I was like normal. traumatized. What happened? I'm not even joking. I think I need to see someone, but like. You're already seeing I, someone. Maybe yeah, you well, need to tell her. I need to tell her what's going on. Because <laughs> I have nightmares every single night, and last night it was like next level. But Wow, that's not normal. But it's not even like monsters, it's like real life trauma. Like that I what? relive every single night. Like, like what? <laughs> I don't, I'm not even getting, this is way too deep for the first five seconds. So you start off with your side. <laughs> Jesus. We're like getting into major therapy just, right now. We haven't even know. set out side eyes. Because on my close friends on Instagram, I'm like, guys, just uh, like I had another nightmare last night. And everyone's like, what the hell is it? But I, I always forget. I haven't what actually is it said about? it publicly. It's about a lot of different, really deep, sad stuff that I don't want to bring onto the podcast. That it's really sad. You but I have private. actual mental issues, <laughs> and you need to tell your therapist about this. Anyways, anyways, um, <clears throat> okay. So about me now. <laughs> so my side eye is. So you guys know I am hosting. The TikTok Awards alongside Abby Chatfield Hooray. and Tony Armstrong this year. That's so exciting. Kind of freaky at the same time, right? This is my first ever hosting gig. First That's ever. That's so awesome. I can't wait. And it's going to be on Binge. Are you what, announcing any hell? of the awards? Um, I don't know. We, we're going to have a rundown next week. So oh, okay. what we did this week, though, was we all met for the first time. And they wanted us to do some promo for them. So like record ads to kind of promote the awards before the awards happen and ads that are going to be run during the actual award presentation thing. So 
If you guys don't know, Abby Chatfield and Tony Armstrong have years and years and years of experience being on TV. Mm. I have had zero. The only time you guys see me on your screen is literally on TikTok. I mean, I've done that reality parenting show, but that was reality, right? It's not acting. Mm. So what we had to do was basically remember a script that they were supposed to send me earlier but only saw on that day and do videos in one take. Oh, and you hate reading. No, well, this is the thing. I wasn't allowed to sit there reading it. I had Mm. to memorise it. And you know when ads with ads you have to get the wording right? Mm-hmm. It was so much pressure. So we had to do this one ad and we did maybe like I'm going to say 15 takes and guess who made all the errors? <laughs> Me. <laughs> and it was just so embarrassing. They were really lovely about it but it was just so embarrassing and every time I would make a mistake the pressure would build up mm. and we'd try and start again and then I'd make another mistake and it was just really embarrassing. Mm. So when you see the, t- the promo that I'm talking about, just know that took a lot of takes and it didn't just happen with one go. That's all right. I feel like they would understand because they've done it a lot before. But yeah, yeah that, oh, that would be nice. so much pressure. Yeah. And especially because it's not just two other people in the room. There was probably like 10 people all up in the room just Damn. watching you. I hate recording line. stuff when people are in the room. Yeah, I know. It's so, so awkward. awkward. So awkward. But yeah, that was my side eye. What's your side eye? My side eye, it's kind of something that's happened over a period of months. But basically one year ago... In November, I went to Fiji for the first time. Oh, not for the first time, but I went to Fiji and I was on this brand trip and there was a little bit of like an invasion of privacy issue with one of the staff members. Oh my gosh. But like she walked in on you naked or something? No. So (laughs) what what happened was it was my, I think it was like my second or third day and I was in Fiji like alone. Like I wasn't staying in my room with anyone. I was alone and I got a knock at the door and real ones will know this because I have talked about this on the podcast like ages ago, like months and months ago. But this lady came to my room very early in the morning, knocked on my door and she's like, housekeeping. And so I get out and I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm okay. Like I just woke up as soon Mm. as she said that. I was like, no. I don't need my room cleaned. Like, I just got there. And she's like, oh, no, um, I, I actually just – I'm, like, a really big fan. I wanted to get a photo. And oh I was like – Oh, my God. Like, I understand. Like, I l- love saying hi to everyone. But I was like, bro, like, don't use your power to find out what room I'm staying in and come to and my room. And pretend you're housekeeping. Like, it was like – there could have been way worse situations, you know what I mean? Like, mm. if it was someone who actually had bad intentions. But I was like, I don't really know what to do. So I just let her in my room. <laughs> what and like I took a photo with her and but the thing is she she didn't even have her phone she's like oh can you just take it on your phone and send it to me I was like okay that is so random and so I did that what do you mean so you had to text it to her no she was like oh just um send it to my Instagram um but I couldn't send her a message because she was private so I was like okay I'll follow you and like you'll accept me and she's like okay anyways never heard of her again because we ended up going to like a different part of Fiji um up until about maybe a week ago I get a notification on my phone she's accepted my follow request almost 11 months later oh my like 11 months since I've seen since I requested to follow her 
And she and did didn't you delete even, her? No, she didn't even follow me back. And I was like, she is so fucking iconic. <laughs> and I still follow her because I was like, that is just so iconic. Like she breaks into my room, asks for a photo, makes me follow her on Instagram and then accepts me a year later and then doesn't even follow me back. I was like, nah, I love this woman. Like, I don't Wait, even did care. did you send her the photo? No. Like, because she probably, like, doesn't even remember. It was so long ago. But I was like, this is just so iconic. So, yeah, I'd be following her. I like all her posts. Like, she literally <laughs> saved me. So, she's, like, such a real one. Like, I don't know. I just love her. <laughs> I just think that's just so iconic that, like, she just accepted me and, like, did not follow me back. Like, does not give a f like didn't even dm me maybe it was a dare that one of the friend like one of her friends made her do no she was real and genuine i I just can't believe it took her 11 months to accept your friend request and she doesn't even follow you back i know she's so iconic and then i was going through her instagram she's got like photos with other famous people as oh she knows what she's doing oh she does she'd been doing this for a while because she's got like some rugby players i was like wait why doesn't she post me on there (laughs) this is like there is this dude in Australia and apparently he goes to places where celebrities go to like um for well I actually ran into him he took a photo with me I don't know what his name is but I met him at the front of the project when I went on the project and David my manager was like oh that guy is everywhere he takes photos with all the celebrities it must be like a fetish that people have I don't think it's a fetish. Well, what do you call it? I know people who I I know people who do that. It's just a hobby. Like remember when we were at the airport? Yeah, but that was because people knew. Yeah, but no, because I've seen those people at the airport several times now, just like waiting for you. No, I don't know (laughs) other people. Oh, really? Well, maybe it is a hobby. I don't know. Yeah, but. Anyway, she's so iconic and, like, I don't even blame her for, like, breaking into my room. Like, she saved me. <laughs> well, now you're making me feel bad that I just call people who wait outside airports and things that they have a fetish. Now I feel bad. Well, I'm sorry to everyone no, who does that. <laughs> it's not a fetish. I don't even know what fetish means, but I don't think like it's a Like, it's something that they... It's just, like, a hobby. I would do it too. No, you wouldn't. You don't have time for that. Yeah, that, like... In, in another world, maybe. <laughs> what if you run into her again? What are you going to do? Um, I hope I do because, like, I'm going to ask her for a photo. That's so funny. I literally, like, it is, like, the most iconic thing I've ever come across, like, genuinely. But I don't think I will be seeing her because I'm not going to the same place. But if I did, I'd be like, oh, my God, hey, girl. But you're going to Fiji, right? Yeah. So there is a possibility. I will keep you guys updated. Yeah. I'm invested. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Can you actually take a photo with her? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) When she didn't follow, like, when she didn't accept my request, I told my friends that she did accept my request and they're like, Letitia, because you probably got her fired and, like, she didn't have a phone or something. I was like, no. She's just iconic. So this is probably one of our most requested episodes ever and we've never really gotten around to recording it. Um, But this episode is going to be basically tips on how to become an influencer. I feel like we get asked this a lot. Yeah, we do. And it's actually something I love talking about Mm. because we're new to this game. Yeah. And I think a lot of the OG influencers were kind of – lucky in a sense because they would only just have to post like bikini photos and look hot 
Whereas now to become an influencer, it takes a lot more than just that. What do Mm. you think? Well, I just feel like now there's a lot more platforms. Like you've got Instagram, you've got Reels, TikTok, YouTube Shorts is just kicking off. People Mm. are on Facebook now. Yeah. Whereas beforehand it would just be just YouTube. Or just Insta. Or just Instagram. Yeah, I agree. Um, But yeah, it's definitely like it's always changing though. That's the thing. Mm. Like you probably could get famous from just posting bikini photos. Nah, you need personality now. (laughs) People need to know that they're talking to a real person and not an AI generated, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everyone can post a photo in bikinis, but not everyone can be you. Yeah. Um, Do you remember how you started getting into creating? Um, well, since I was kind of in high school, like, I remember one of the first jobs I really wanted to do out of high school was I really wanted to be a videographer. Mm, I remember and that And I too. took a film class and, sorry, not videographer, videographer, whatever, however you say it. <laughs> that was ex- Why is she, is someone teasing you? No, but I remember like three months ago when oh, I said Oh, you it, said videographer. Yeah. It's vi- vi- Oh, fuck. Videographer. <laughs> So videographer, whatever. Videographer sounds better anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But I really wanted to be a videographer. And I was really just into film. Like I took a film class and I would just love like making little videos and things. And I had a little private account on Instagram and I just post these memes and just like, I don't know. I was always just really interested in like creating and sharing. Mm. Um, But I guess like I didn't really get into creating until you were on TikTok. Yeah. It's really hard to put yourself out there, especially when you're like still in high school and people yeah. bully you over literally anything. Yeah. Like there is no way I would have had enough confidence to be able to post throughout school. Like yeah. I didn't take, I didn't post anything until I was out of school. And then I started being like, okay, I really love this. Like mm. no one can judge me. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't understand how Deja does it. Like she gets teased all the time. Like when I did that video, because you guys know my intros are pretty iconic. And I did this, I did this video of a recipe and the intro was big African balls. So juicy, so tender, and they just fit in your mouth or something like that. And the video went viral, okay? Deja wasn't even in the video, but she went to school for that week and everyone kept yelling that out. Big African balls. Like, (laughs) funny, right? But also Deja was hating every second. And she's been teased multiple, multiple times for all the videos that we do together, but she still powers through. Yeah, well, I feel like... We'll just see how that ends up in the future because we don't really know what the long-term effects are of, like, being on social media. I couldn't even imagine doing it. And I feel like that's the thing. Like, she's always – she's already, like, really strong individual. Mm. So just hopefully, like, in the future it doesn't get to her because she hasn't – like, we'll see what happens when she goes through puberty and – Honestly, I think about this all the time. Things can change. I think about this all the time, but then I think about other children who are legitimately famous, like Northwest, um, Mm. 
you know, all the Kardashian kids, if they like they've if they can do it, she'll be fine. Like she is a boss. I look at Deja and I'm like, there is no way I could do some of the things that Deja does at twelve years old. Like she got up at the basically besties meet like our sh- live show mm. and spoke in front of over a thousand people yeah you know she has done a panel gotten on stage spoken in front of a hundred adults yeah. about how she grew her instagram again i don't know any 12 year old that can do that mm. so i think it's she's going to be a very interesting teenager and adult i think she's going to be an absolute boss like i'm actually really excited to see her future well how did you get into creating so for me I really I always wanted or I always knew that there was more to life than what I was living Mm. I always knew that there was something around the corner for me so every time I went to my nine to five job I literally hated every second of it and I was always trying to do other things to make another income And I knew that social media was a great tool for that. Mm -hmm. So I tried building my following on Facebook. I tried building my following on Instagram. But what I think I was doing wrong was copying those who were famous because they jumped on the platform quite early. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is I would you know, post bikini photos, I would get dolled up, I would facetune the hell out of my face, I would just show up like this picture perfect person when in reality that isn't the case. Like I am human, I'm not a robot and that's what I should have started showing up as. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until I am super big on personal development and I used to do like courses where I would – you know, learn to be the best version of myself. And I did this course. It's like a, I don't know how to explain it. It's like an NLP course, I think it's called. And I, at that time, I was actually helping women to better health. And I said to him, I love what I, I'm doing, but I want to reach people on a bigger scale. I want to help people on a bigger scale. I don't think I can do that one-on-one because that's what I was doing at the point like helping women one-on-one and I wanted to be able to do it you know on social media Mm -hmm. so the guy was like well you need to just show up as yourself how about you start by posting you know a story about your life and I was like um how embarrassing I'm not going to tell everyone that I was in a DV relationship and I don't want to kind of step into that like I want to be positive and all this sort of stuff and he was like, just share your life. And so I did that video. I don't know if you remember where I was like, when I was 16, I put $1 away every week. Do you remember that video? Yeah. On and TikTok? It, on TikTok. Yeah. And it went off. And I was like, what the hell? And so my social media, obviously there was a lot to it. Like I started sharing recipes and all that sort of stuff, but that was when it really kicked off for me Mm. when I started showing up as myself and not as a fake person. Yeah. I feel like that's really important on social media these days. Like when you think about it, people don't, they want to follow you for you, right? Mm. If you're acting like you're so perfect and everyone's, everything's fine. Like, 
they don't care. Yeah. They want to see the real raw thing. That was like what kicked everything for me off was when I posted about my breakup. Yeah. And I was like distraught and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't even know why I'm posting this, but like, I don't know what to do. And in that 24 hours, like eight people that I've been following for like months, like follow me back, like real famous people. Like, yeah. And then like I got all these comments and then after that all my videos were just so well and everyone was so invested in my journey and like I still get people come up to me and they're like I'm going through a breakup and like I just listen to all your podcasts where you talk about it and like what do you like I still get dms even people being like I'm going through a breakup like what do I do and I'll reply to them like I'm like you know try this try this like you really have to be like authentic that's what people love like Mm. Nobody's going to care if you have all these designer bags. Like mm. maybe once you build a name for yourself, they they will care like, wow, look how far they've come. Yeah. But they want to see like the real raw you. They want to see all the struggles you go through because that's what's relatable to them. There's only two things that sell on social media. It's something that's unachievable or something that's relatable, right? Unachievable. That's why so many people follow Anna Paul. Because how does she go on all these trips? How does she have so much money? But then she's also relatable because she talks about her feelings. She talks about the stuff she's going through. Mm. And that's what people care about. Yeah, You know what I mean? And if you kind of like set up your social media in a way where you're telling a story of your life, it's going to keep people way more engaged than if you were just posting all the highlights. Yeah. I love that. That's so freaking true. And like, I guess we did that without even like intentionally doing it, right? Yeah. We just opened up and started being ourselves and realised that people actually love the real you, mm. not a fake person. Yeah, and that's why I think like I'm a very big overanalyzer. Like I overanalyze everything. I feel like that's why I've thought about this a lot. But only like a certain few people can do well on social media because when you do – social media it's not just posting you're actually selling your time and your emotions like my whole break my whole breakup that I went through last year I was putting that all on the internet when I could have kept that to myself and gone through it alone and yeah saved myself some embarrassment saved myself you know a lot of private things Mm. being public but I chose to share that journey And I chose to put myself out there and be vulnerable, which is the only thing that some people can't do. Like, they can't be vulnerable on social media, which I get. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, when you are on social media, that is what the job is. It's being so transparent about your life, selling your private emotions and how you feel privately with randoms across the world – And that's why people love it because then they find something that they can relate to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely 100% agree with you. But I also think there's people on social media that do well without having to show that side of their life. So I'm going to give you an example because this is how I started off. I didn't definitely didn't show my emotions um, a lot, especially when I was doing the recipes. So Michael Finch is a great content creator doesn't show a lot of emotion Mm. about what he's going through but he creates amazing content when it comes to food but you know michael finch was on social media like yeah i know years ago i know that but i can guarantee you a lot of the people that follow him weren't people from youtube days 
Um, so when I'm creating content, yes, I'm being authentic and I'm sharing my emotions, but I'm also thinking what is in it for my audience? Like I don't mm. want to always be thinking about me. Like am I educating my audience? Am I giving them value? Am I entertaining them? There's always that question about what is in it for you guys because you're not going to watch the video just because I'm in it. Like yeah. I've got to give you something good. I've got to give you a recipe. I've got to teach you something. I've got to give you a hack. I've got to give you some entertainment. Mm. And I think Michael Finch is really good at yeah. that. That was like when I was doing my 30 vlogs. 30 thing, days, yeah. And you were like in every vlog, like make sure you're teaching them something. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's so true. And then I started being like, did you know – did yeah. you know you can do this? And, like, yeah. it is true. Like, as much it is, it, as it is sharing your life, like, life can be boring some days. Like, yeah. some vlogs, I'm literally just sitting at home doing nothing. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, sharing education and, like, um, tips and stuff is really important too. And I feel like a good viral video. So, I've got, like, a step-by-step checklist that I have for when I'm posting a video I've always got to have a good introduction. I've got to tell you what's happening in the video because I've got about five seconds to gain your attention. Mm. And if you don't want to watch it, you're going to know that within the first five seconds. So I try to give you as much info as I can in the like the first few seconds of the video. But I also want to create like a good storyline for what's happening in the vlog. I want to give you like... Um, tips I want to educate you like there's a whole heap of Mm. things in my vlogs it isn't just me going okay so I woke up this morning I ate some breakfast it was delicious then Jonathan and I went to the shops and then we went to bed who's gonna watch that Mm. like seriously yeah nobody so yeah start off like you know I've always made like the first episode, I think of basically besties. I, I was making fun of Mum's intros. How she was like, "Today I got hit by a truck." <laughs> like, do you so. know that was so crazy? So a lot of people didn't know that my intros were like that, right? Until yeah. you actually mocked me in that episode. Mm. That video went viral. So after that video went viral, I would try to do my iconic um, intros, and people would get annoyed because they felt like it was clickbaity, they would skip past my video. My reach went down. So So I ruined everything. You ruined my life. No, but (laughs) what I had to do was learn another way to capture my Mm. audience's attention because they knew, oh, Kat uses iconic intros, so I'm not going to listen to it, (laughs) Um, which was great for me because a lot of people assume social media is luck. And every time I post a vlog, it only goes viral because I'm Cut Clark, but that's not the truth. There is a lot of thought and, you know, thought behind the actual vlog before I actually post it, if that makes sense. I try to explain that too. Like, there's definitely videos where, like, no thought goes into it, but there's so many times where I will make a mistake. Like, the other day I called an emu an ibis and people were so pissed and I was like, well, this is what I wanted. I wanted yeah. more reach. Like, you know, there's like so many little things that I feel like because you're just sitting there scrolling on social media, you know, you don't really pay attention to it. But like influencers do this on purpose. Like there's so many things that people do on purpose to get mm. your attention because that's what it is. At the end of the day, it's an entertainment industry. We're trying to keep you engaged yeah. for 60 seconds. Like 
I'm going to make up rumors about my life. Like I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to be like, "Oh my god, I thought I was pregnant when I'm literally not." You know what I mean? Wow, did you actually think you were pregnant? No, but I'm I'm thinking of doing something like no, that. No, that's one that day. you guys know that's going to be our Yeah, that's um, going to be one of my PR stunts we, one day. <laughs> when we when we launch our business, but, honestly, but don't worry, we'll tell you. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about PR stunts either, but like it's real. Like, it's real. I'm so yet to do a PR stunt. I'm still yeah, thinking I haven't of, done one either yet. I'm you guys need to send me your ideas for P- PR stunts for when I launch my business because I'm thinking like maybe fake breakup with Jonathan. Yeah, that is, um, I was <laughs> divorce. I was like, that's a bit far. I'm thinking like shave Jonathan's dreads off. Something no, like. No, that's so mean. Yeah, well, you know, I just need some ideas. So send me some tips. Well, like, I'm new to this PR stunt thing. Yeah, I haven't done one, but I genuinely think about it all the time. And I know so many influencers who do them mm. before they launch a business or just, you know, it's, that's the thing. Like, yes, it is just a 60 second vlog, but most of the time there's a lot more thought that goes into it. Like, oh, I'm going to say this here and oh, I'm going to talk about this here or you know yeah. I'm gonna make this slight comment that people might know that I'm referring to this and yes. this you know yeah there's a lot more thought that goes into it because yeah you want to keep your audience engaged you want a storyline to follow mm. and you want like some interesting hits for people to yeah. be like oh my a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. God. Okay, so let's say tomorrow we woke up mm. and we had no followers. Yeah. And, you know, we're starting from scratch. What are three things that you would do straight away? Okay, so I would find out something that I do every single day and film it. So, for example, I cook every day. So I would film the process of the whole like making the recipe type of thing, mm-hmm. fil- film like my ingredients, all that sort of stuff, put it together in a video and I would film every single recipe every single day that week and I would post every single day 
mm-hmm. posting a recipe. But again, this this is I'm only posting recipes because that's something I do every single day. For you, it might be getting ready with me every Makeup. day. That's Makeup, a huge thing on TikTok. Hair, get ready with me. Getting changed. So I've just started. I get changed every day. So I've just started posting on Instagram reels what I'm wearing every single day. So mm. that's an easy, very easy thing that you can do. Um, so whatever you do every single day, film it and turn it into content. Mm. That's one thing I would do. Um, another thing I would do is actually jump. Well, see, for me, I'm talking, this is actually advice for someone that hasn't got any social media Um or doesn't know anything about it, what I used to do is actually jump on YouTube and search how to grow a social media following. And every day I would listen to these videos and write down tips. So that's another thing that I would do. So the recipes, learn, and probably, again, share my story. Mm. Yeah, I think it's like really important to be consistent on social media like what if there's anything I know from my childhood it all I can hear in my head is Gary V saying you have to post a hundred pieces of content a day and if you're not doing that then you failed yeah so (laughs) literally just being really consistent but like just having good quality videos like putting out something that you enjoy that feels natural to you and I something that's really important to me that I always say is like diversifying your content Mm. you don't want to be tied down to one niche like I'll do get ready with me I'll do vlogs I'll do cooking videos I'll do boxing videos like there's so many different elements to me like I would do home decor cleaning like well I did a video like peeling the plastic off my fridge (laughs) you know what I mean because there's so many sides to me and at the end of the day you don't want to be tied down to one thing yeah like you don't want to be just doing one piece of content because what if that dies out eventually? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so true. So, so like being really diverse and also in the future, if you get really far, you know, when it comes to brand deals, you have so many more opportunities to work with different brands instead of just being tied down to like food. Mm. Another good thing about diversifying your content, especially early on in the piece, because this is how, you know, I started, I was doing recipes, I was doing vlogs, I was doing everything. The minute one video goes viral, what you want to do is copy that exact same thing that you've done. And I'm talking like copy how many seconds that video goes for. Copy, you know, what you did during that day. Obviously not like actually copy, like go out and do the same thing or similar things. Create a similar storyline. So you want to replicate videos that go viral yeah it's like alex earl like all she does is get ready with me mm. and get change with me and she's like her growth on social media is insane yeah but it's been the same thing every time like i'm so hungover get ready with me yeah the next day i'm so hungover get ready with yeah. me you know yeah. and people are going to get to know you as oh the get ready with me girl yeah or oh, the vlogging person yeah you know what i mean so if you just be really consistent in like the same thing, if it goes good, it's going to work out well for you most of the time. Yeah. It's like that Sa. Is oh, it? yeah. Sa. Like she does like the um, eating videos. Like she did like ramen. Ramen, natto. Like just like heaps of different videos. And she, she, her growth is insane. She's in 
America, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and all she does is literally eat ramen, and that could yeah. be your piece of content that you do every single yeah, day. Yeah, and she does that every day. <laughs> that's, that's goals. Yeah, literally. Alrighty, guys. Well, that is the end. Remember, we drop episodes every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 a.m. If you are wanting to start out on social media or if you're a little micro-influencer yourself, please let us know if any of these tips helped. And if you have any more questions, make sure you DM us on Instagram at basicallybestiespod. We are willing to help and we love giving you guys our advice. All right, well, that is the end. So we'll talk to you guys next time. Okay, Okay, bye. bye. Basically Besties is recorded at Amplify Studios, situated on Gadigal land and hosted by us, Letitia and Kat Clark. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.